two little thoughts, if I may, this evening, uh, briefly. Uh, so in our first reading from the Book of Wisdom, this is a beautiful little expression there. Seek the Lord, so seek him in simplicity of heart. Seek him in simplicity of heart. If one wants to summarize our faith, you've got the whole catechism. If one wanted to know whatever or everything that the Lord has revealed through sacred scripture, you've got a fairly big, chunky uh, Bible around the place. There's an awful lot there. And if you spend all of your life studying theology, philosophy, lives of the saints, church fathers, all of that, there's still no guarantee you actually have faith. (laughs) There's still no guarantee that you actually have a relationship with God at all. I met a man, uh, I won't say when, but uh, met a man, so we'll say ages ago. It's um, uh, nice and broad. Met a man, and uh, we were sitting talking, and he was one of those, those really, really good, God-fearing men of uh, a little beyond retirement age. And he had big, you know, when, when you get those big swollen knuckles when the arthritis is after settling in, you know, so you're all kind of rounded around there. And... Uh, volunteered as a, as a sacristan at home as well and just he spoke to me with just an, a profound eloquent simplicity that came from the depth of a loving faith filled heart and he just looked at me and he says father I my children they don't they don't go to mass like and I just I just want them to know like that God loves them like do you know, and like your heart would be breaking for him because it's just with the, the greatest simplicity and sincerity. I just want them to know, like, that God loves them. Do you know, that they can, they could love him too. And you could see, I mean, this man couldn't write uh, a doctorate in any aspect of the faith, but it's all there. It was all there. Such a, a, a simple love for the Lord. And I was like, I was. I just looked at him. I was almost. I was in. I was ushered into a a hushed reverence for this man, to be honest. Because like he was just, his heart you could just see was just so close to the Lord. So seek him with simplicity of heart. We can get complicated. We are rather complicated beings. But to seek the Lord with a simple heart. I think when it comes to adoration as well, when it comes to prayer, sometimes we, we want uh, we want to do, we maybe, sometimes we, we maybe think it's more complicated than it is. I have to do certain things in order for God to love me or I have to know certain things in order for God to love me or to notice me. And when it comes to prayer, then we can bring all of that in as well, where our prayer just has to get complicated or has to be kind of somehow eloquent or has to, I don't know, we overcomplicate it. My little nephew, I might have told the story before, but I remember he was outside in the lawn and he picked up a dandelion and a buttercup and a daisy and some breed of a thistle, I'd say, and probably a bit of a dock leaf and walks into the house then with this absolutely mangled bunch of weeds with roots and worms and the whole lot hanging off it. And he just goes over to my sister and says, this is for you. And she looks at it and she goes, oh, that's absolutely beautiful. And I was standing beside her going, it's, but it's not, it's not, though. It's not. 
I wouldn't even pass. That, that, that's not even close. That's not even close to a bouquet of flowers. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what did he do? Fall and just picked up what ended up in his hand? No, I didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't. <laughs> I, but it's just, she's, oh, that's absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you. You can get ice cream. Maybe that's why he did it. Um, but this is how often our, our, our prayer lives can be or our, our walk with the Lord can be. It's a bit messy. It's a bit dirty in the edges. We don't get things right all the time. Uh, we strive for virtue and sometimes we, <laughs> we miss. Uh, we, we, we're, we're, we have an opportunity to practice some virtue or some opportunity to, to renounce ourselves and we don't. We don't. We kick and scream uh, or whatever it may be. And, and we miss these opportunities. Okay, well, tomorrow we'll provide more opportunities. But the Lord sees the intention. He sees the heart. He sees our desire. He sees our, our interior struggles. Uh, and he, he, he knows it all. Seek the Lord with simplicity of heart. We don't have to impress him. But if, if, if with simple hearts we're honestly looking for him, then he guarantees us that we will find him. In our, in our gospel, it's, again, when you think of this teddy bear version of Jesus that, that people have often been presented Jesus ain't no teddy bear. Look at this. He's more like a grizzly right today, you know? Okay. Jesus said to his disciples, obstacles are sure to come, but alas, for the one who provides them, it would be better for him to be thrown into the sea with a millstone around his neck than to lead any of these astray. That's a fairly powerful statement right there. That ain't no teddy bear Jesus. That's grizzly bear Jesus. And so he's laying it out, right? But I just... In, in, in today's world, with the amount of kind of confusion that's out there as well, I remember hearing a, a, a man say, I should I, that, 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 that hell isn't real at all. I heard a priest say, no, the hell isn't real, so hell isn't real. I said, well, firstly, uh, a single priest can't change the teaching of the church. Secondly, if we do change our beliefs based on what one priest says, chances are that's what we wanted to, be, that's what we wanted to believe anyway. You know, so everyone goes to heaven or purgatory doesn't exist or hell doesn't exist or, or we don't need to pray or whatever it may be. You know, if you, you, you hear something that you, you want to believe, well, then that, that's, that's, that's my gospel. So rather than what does the church actually teach? You know, can one priest or one bishop or even one country change what the church teaches? Well, no, is the answer. Because if it did, then uh, Germany in the 40s might have had imposed a slightly different belief as regards Jews on the Catholic Church, which it didn't and can't do. Or in England, uh, in the 18th century, we might have had a slightly different belief or view of our African brothers, which we didn't adopt because we're Catholic. We don't change with the qualms of every political regime at the time. We don't. We can't. But the Lord is saying, for those who try... For those like who want to change what the, what the church teaches and by doing so lead people away. Jesus says, my word, his words, not mine. Better for them that they were thrown into the sea with a millstone around their neck. Now he's not saying, obviously, firstly that we should find millstones and secondly start tossing people into the sea. But he's saying that the consequences are absolutely, could not be more serious to lead people away from the truth. You know, it, this is serious stuff. Like, so if, if I preach a gospel that's popular because I want to be popular and if I change what the church teaches because it's easier or because it'll help my collection or it'll keep people you know in their in their this 
cocoon of Royal Grand. Uh, I'm responsible to God for that. That's, that's serious, like. And then the Lord answers at the end and watch yourselves. He says, he says it. Watch yourselves. The finger doesn't go up necessarily. Maybe, maybe it did. I mean, I don't know. But the point being, like, the Lord is really laying it out here. Like, this is, this is serious. We aim to seek the Lord with simplicity of heart. But simplicity of heart doesn't mean that we're stupid. It means that we have, we're focused on, on these basic core truths that we need to hold on to. And nothing will shake us from that God created the world, soon entered the world, and made everything go somewhat pear-shaped. Then the Lord redeems the world by dying on the cross for us, showing his infinite love for us. And I access heaven through accepting that grace, through accepting that love and working with him. That's what's called the kerygma, the basic kerygma of our faith, the basic teachings of our faith. And I can have a relationship then with this God. That's it. And nothing, nothing can, should, can or should shake me from any of that. And then the Lord himself says, it's not those who say, Lord, Lord, who enter the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. So I must live my life according to what the Lord teaches. And the Lord entrusts that teaching power to the church. And the church means, by the way, the church, the, the whole church, not each individual priest. If a priest goes off on a tangent, lave him off. Do not follow. Or a bishop, or whoever, whatever that may be. Just, it doesn't, what does the church teach? Is that, that, that's what you should be asking. What does the church teach? So why should I ask that question? Well, because that's what Padre Pio believed. It seemed to serve him fairly well. That's what, that's what Mother Teresa believed. It seemed to go fairly well for her. That's all these saints that we, that we love. They believed what the church teaches. And, and tangents never lead, they never lead down a good route. Never. No matter how popular they are, no matter how much acclaim and applause and followers they have, if it's not the truth, don't go there. Because the consequences could not be more serious. Seek the Lord in simplicity of heart. And you will find him. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us for uh, this homily via YouTube, via our live stream, or via the various podcasts. Uh, thank you so much for, for being part of our extended family, uh, wherever you may be. Uh, if these have helped you in some way, if they have they've blessed you, if they've helped you uh, in your faith in some way, in order to uh, facilitate our mission and, and, and encourage our mission, allow our mission to continue, uh, you might consider uh, maybe donating towards a holy family mission, towards our formation of our young people here in uh, a place near Clonmel uh, in County Tipperary in, in Ireland. So if you wish, you can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie, and there's a donate tab there, and we greatly appreciate any help that you can give us. Obviously, we'd be delighted for your prayers as well. Please do pray for us. Uh, this is not just <coughs> a battle against flesh and blood but also obviously we're engaged in a whole spiritual battle here as well so we need your help uh, on the spiritual front as well as on the material front in order to to allow our mission to continue so thank you so much for your for your generosity and for your support and be assured of our prayers especially on wednesday when we offer our mass and our prayers for all of our friends and benefactors so god bless you and we'll hopefully see you or hear you uh, on a future podcast or homily god bless